Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Believe. I am Onyx Stone. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a good weekend. The weather was warm where I am, but it was a quiet weekend filled with a lot of reflection. Um, a lot has been going on in our society. And um, I want to talk about that. So today we're going to talk about how we're feeling. How are you feeling? I hope someone in your life has taken the time to ask that question of you and listen to how you're feeling. I hope that someone has connected with you um, just to check on you and see how you're doing in the pandemic. A lot is going on. I will just um, say this, if people have not taken the time or if you don't feel that people have made the time to check on you, please don't take it personal. There is a lot going on. Um, if there's someone in particular that you wish or you hope or you would want to check on you, you know what? Communication, conversations, relationships, those are two-way streets. You can always um, reach out and connect. You never know what people are dealing with and what is going on. But um, just the range of emotions that I have heard from people that there is deep sadness, um, this overwhelming feeling of sadness. So being sad and then feeling just overwhelmed. Um, certainly if um, we're over, we're under something. So the weight of everything that is going on um, now, I think the last news report I saw, we're up to about 111,000 um, American citizens who have lost their lives to COVID-19. And in the midst of the, the medical pandemic, now we have um, these two other pandemics that we're dealing with, certainly the one of just people being unsmart that, <clears throat> excuse me, for some time, um, the, the, the system of privilege and entitlement has led people to believe that they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, to whomever they want. And when we saw the uh, COVID-19 was just coming on the scene, you know, this, this outcry of wanting to still go to gyms and, or go to barbershops and, and do things that put not only yourself and your family at risk, but other people and their families at risk as well. And so, um, not practicing safety that we all can do, right? Washing our hands, making sure if we're in public spaces that we have face coverings, but, before the pandemic, folks will cough and not cover their mouths. So how can we expect someone to think that wearing a mask is not a liberty? It's just uh, what we're going to do. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do for you, but um, also for other people. And so selfishness has has been and will remain a problem. Um, and a lot of these things kind of make me angry when I realize how selfish humanity really is that, you know, we have to really practice being kind. We have to practice being compassionate. We have to practice empathy. We have to practice listening. Um, and the more we practice these things, the better at them we get. And so... I've heard people say they are feeling very numb. 
What do you feel when there's nothing to feel? I would just suggest that as long as you and I have breath and we are able to feel something, even if it's sadness, even if it is anger, even if we're feeling the loss of the feeling, trying to get our head around that, that is a good place. As long as we can feel we are alive. And as long as we are alive and have breath, we have some control. Um, hopefully that encourages someone today. Um, I just want to offer a few things in this season because there is so much going on and I don't know what everyone needs, but I just want to offer something. Um, check in with yourself before you check in with others. However you're feeling, just assume that other people may be feeling that and more. We don't know. Check in with ourselves before we check in with others. It's always important to check in with yourself because you are the most essential person in your life. And if you're checking in with other people being bombarded with everything that they're dealing with, overwhelmed by their feelings, you know, because we don't have strong boundaries to say, you know what, I can't handle this. This is not, this is not a good idea for me to get involved with this right now. I can't listen to this. I can't sit with this. I can't do this, whatever it is. That when we don't take the time to check in with ourselves, we run the risk of running ragged, just becoming raggedy. Just, just running yourselves, ourselves ragged and um, that's not helpful to you. That's not helpful to your family, but really it's not helpful to you. This is not about anyone else. This is about each of us as individuals and that we have to see self-care as not something, self-care is not selfish. The ability to be able to care for yourself, the ability to guard yourself, the ability to think about yourself is an act of resistance. That there are going to be people, some of them in your home, mm -hmm, some of the people that say they love you, who will not understand your need to resist doing everything for everyone. There's a, um, a song, um, I grew up on this song when I was in, in 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 church i mean i'm still in church but um this song they sing it all the time every now and then you'll you'll hear choir sing it and 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 the the right the the lyrics go you know my storage is empty and i'm available to you but they're talking about the relationship to god not to people and so many of us our storage is empty and we have nothing and we're trying to serve and live out of broken, cracked, and empty cups. And it's not serving us well. So being able to care for yourself and check in with yourself is going to be the great act of love that you can do for your circle of influence. Um... You and I cannot give what we don't have. We can't give anything mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and even financially. 
when it comes to people who um, borrow money from folks, I have heard people say, whenever someone asks me if I can borrow some money, I only give them what I am not looking for. I'm not looking back for what I've given them. So if they say, can I borrow $300? You know, I don't have $300, but this $150, I can give you that. I'm not going to miss it. Here you go. And so there's no expectation because I haven't given my all. I've only given you what I could afford to not miss. It wasn't going to stop anything. I wasn't going to miss anything. Nothing was going to get cut off. I was going to be able to keep up with the flow and so not really just putting some borders if if boundaries is too strong of a word for some people or they're working on boundaries thinking about what their boundaries are putting some borders putting a safety net around what you can and what you can't do um i don't have any animals but I don't know how true this is. But, you know, sometimes when they have these um, television commercials, which some of these TV products are the biggest joke, seriously. Talk about gimmicks and folks selling just anything. And and then, and then people believing it and buying it. I'm amazed. But um, I've seen this commercial where there's a dog. So they put an invisible fence, right, around the dog. The dog doesn't know it's there, but the owner knows it's there. And so when the dog gets there, it's some sort of zap or energy feel that lets the dog know that the dog has gone too far. And and that's what borders and boundaries are for us. I have said this a hundred times. I've been saying it for years. Boundaries are not for other people. They are for you. They are a way to protect you. They are a way to keep you safe. They are a way to keep you healthy, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. And you don't have to go around telling people this is a boundary. You've crossed it. You know what the boundary is. When they cross it, then you are able to speak up for yourself and say, this is unacceptable. Same with you. Same with us. When we know, you know, what we have, whether people are expecting it or not. That's what we're giving out of, right? Um, Maybe that sounds like a commandment for some that I'm trying to tell you what to do. I'm actually not. I don't want you to ever feel like I'm telling you what to do. I hope you feel, um, I hope you sense that permission. I hope you sense the permission to be able to do it. And so it's a, a suggestion because I care about you. I care about your well-being. I care about your wholeness that I only, I want you to give only what you can give. Nothing more, nothing less. And so how do you check in with yourself? One of the ways you can check in with yourself is by being honest with yourself. Um, self-honesty. And many of us struggle to get to a place where we are honest with ourselves, honest about the things that we like, we don't like, situations that we want to be a part of, we don't want to be a part of people that we want to be around, don't want to be around things that have happened, you name it. But being honest with yourself is the best way to possibly check in with yourself, engage where you are. 
Listen to yourself. We're in a very unfamiliar, uncomfortable, crazy time. And the tension of the time of what we have lived in for the last few weeks, right? So it's it's like um, so many people were saying, I can't wait till everything gets back to normal. This was before um, George Floyd's murder. I can't wait till everything gets back to normal. And, and whenever I would hear people say that, I was always confused because I wasn't sure what they meant by normal or what normal was for them because I was not expecting anything to go back to the way that it was. Um, I didn't think we'd have to walk around necessarily with masks and gloves on all the time, but I just knew that things were going to be different. And so the, the turn of events with the murder of George Floyd has even said, whoa, it's going to be complete. It's not even going to look, you know, the way that I may have said, you know, what, where things are going to be different. Oh my God, we have no idea what's coming. But I, I want to just encourage um, someone, especially people in the faith community, that where we are, God always knew we'd be here. And that should provide us with hope, encouragement, and solace that nothing we're going through has caught God off. God is not caught off guard, God is never unaware. God is not misinformed. And so, you know, when we pray prayers and offer them up to God, we expect God to do things and answer prayers one way. And God said, hmm, okay, I can do that. I can answer prayers, but they're not coming the way you thought. You and I thought they would come. So, you know, this ability to be able to listen to ourselves after we're honest with ourselves, listening to ourselves. I talked about it um, in the last podcast, the vulnerability of of being able to listen to the innocent, the weak among us. Whether you um, believe that they have something to say or not, the vulnerable state that we find ourselves in means you should listen to yourself more than anyone. When cars get overheated, they break down. And they always seem to break down at the wrong time. When you have the job interview, the one that's going to change your life. When you are on your way to the best day, cars break down at the wrong time because they're overheated. And the more you and I listen to ourselves, we understand our internal temperature, our internal gaze, and we can self-regulate. <laughs> we, 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 we can self-regulate. And we do this by discovering ourselves. What's going on with you? Right? Do you have a family member, a loved one? Do you have someone in your home who had COVID? And while you have not contracted the disease, you have been under the constant fear of the what if, the anxiety of it all. Do you have a loved one, a good friend, someone that you know, multiple deaths that have happened to you and you really haven't been able to grieve and process it? Do you know someone? Have you lost the job? And this was you were the one who held everything together and everyone is still looking at you and coming to you. And you just feel like you're going to explode because you're trying you're still trying to do what you did before. Yeah, you have to discover those things. So many different things going on. Have you been a gatekeeper of systems of oppression? And now you understand that that is wrong. Whatever it is, discover. Ask yourself some questions. Interrogate yourself. Question yourself. Sit with yourself. 
Yeah, be quiet. And so I have 10 offerings, 10 gifts that I want to give you on ways that can help all of us discover ourselves in other ways. Sit still. I personally believe that this time of pandemic has been a great season of stillness for so many people. Um, But in our busyness, not necessarily productiveness, but in our American colonized way of staying busy, um, this has been very difficult for people to literally sit still and be quiet. For Eastern practices, this will be called meditations. Um, You can do meditations in a number of ways. You can Google it, excuse me, and find out um, how meditations can serve you. Um, But sit still, right? Um, Breath exercises are something that I think people are going to become very familiar with in a post-pandemic world. Yoga, um, um, chakras, a lot of things that have been dismissed, especially in Protestant and religious circles. Um, A lot of things and practices, beliefs that have been dismissed as something as unspiritual, um, even probably demonic, or we don't do that because we're not those people. Um, I really believe that a lot of those practices, along with your faith tradition, so certainly your faith tradition is first. If you are a person of faith, if not, we know I'm okay with that. But in addition to what it is you believe, whatever it is you believe, that um, things like breath exercises where you're um, inhaling for four seconds, holding that for another seven seconds, and exhaling for eight seconds, right? This is going to be a way to help people center to help calm them down, to help bring them into the present moment, that being present is going to be where it's at. Um, um, Breath exercises, yoga, seeking out retreats for quietness. Um, All of these things are going to be practices that are going to kind of help guide people, right? Depending on where they have been, what has happened to them, what they have experienced, what they have gone through, the trauma of it all um, that you you will need these little, um, I don't want to call them nuances, but um, I would consider them as little packages of gifts along life's journey for you to pick up and to be able to use them. So even when you go to, let's say, a retreat for something on um, a meditation retreat or breath exercises, right, that they give you all of the tools you need for what? You to keep practicing. Um, You can't live there and stay there forever unless you want to go become a monk. But as you return to your life, how do you incorporate these things that help you? Um, Another thing you can do is journal. Um, Journaling tells our stories. Journaling is a great reflection tool, great introspection. I mean, it shows us these lamp posts, these lamp guides of where we were, where we are. And when we look back where we're, you know, when we get there, where we knew we were going to be all along. I cannot say this enough. I cannot say this enough. I cannot say this enough. Please rest. Please rest. I'm going to talk about rest on another day. I don't want to get into it because I can talk about rest every day, all day. Rest is holy. Rest is holy. And because it's holy, 
If you believe you're holy, you ought to be resting. I'll talk about rest on another day. Disconnect. Oh my Lord, some folks, I don't know how they ever raise their children, how they ever get up to take a shower, brush their teeth, wash their face, do anything because they're always on someone's social media platform. I'm really not sure who people were and what they were doing in their lives before social media. And my personal opinion about social media is that it has a purpose. It is good for the purpose for us to stay connected. Um, But when you are in the presence of other people and you're on social media surfing, that is so disrespectful. And a lot of the children that I see with anxiety and this need for to be like mommy and daddy, you know why your children want cell phones at two and three? Because they want your attention. You always on the phone. So they figure if they have one, you and them can connect. It's okay to disconnect. It's okay to disconnect for periods of time. Somebody wants you, guess what? They know how to find you. You have a cell phone, you have email, you have a body. There's so many different ways that you and I can show up. This is a great season to become informed and educated around and about all of the things that are going on. If you believe history is one way, do yourself a favor and go read someone else's narrative. The great thing about reading is I begin to write my uh, doctoral project. (laughs) The great thing about reading is that we don't always have to agree with what's being written. Like you can disagree with folks all the time. But when you're disagreeing, also offer where there are parts of that that have, you know, sort of framed some things for you and I and how we can offer another critique. Right. So, um, There are a few books we can read um, for our Native Americans, um, those sisters and brothers. uh, I think the name of the book is um, Buried at Wounded Knee. Um, One of my favorite, favorite projects. I don't know if anyone was able to get it. Please check the New York Times Magazine website, the 1619 Project. Amazing certainly revisionist history and a new narrative. So um, this is a great time to inform and educate yourself, not on your parents' history, um, which as I'm seeing on the videos that are coming out, oh my God, some of the stuff that we've been taught, we got to stop it. It stops with us. And finally, these last few, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Celebrate yourself and always, always, always love yourself. All of these things are a lot. And if all you can do is nothing or sit still, you're doing more than most. Right? Don't feel like your nothing is nothing. Everything you do is something It is a grain that is building your life. Do you know snow falls one flake at a time and before you know it, everything will be covered? Think about that. You're doing something. So love yourself through it all. That's all I have for you today. As always, it is a pleasure. Keep healing. Keep thriving. Keep believing. I'm Onyx Stone. Have a wonderful day.